You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 25 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. And it's still Passover. Happy Easter! And Easter's coming. Easter? Easter's now! Well, it's this weekend. What is what is the resurrection uh-huh. have to do with a bunny uh, and chocolate you know, it's the same, and eggs? It's the same thing as what does the birth of Jesus have to do with Christmas, with trees, right? It's, yeah. it's the usurpation of pagan rituals by Christianity. Usurpation is too too harsh of a term. I think it's the adaptation. How about that? I mean, I'm not against. I'm not. I'm not against the Easter egg. No, and, I, and, I, and I like East, I like the little the little egg chocolate eggy things. Have you ever had the Cadbury cream egg? No, my sister. We've had this discussion oh, yeah. in previous Happen? previous Easter's on the main corner. My sister has one a year. Really? She likes that crap. That's gross. It's a bit uh, cloying. The the sweetness is a little overwhelming. I, I di- didn't – I think last year uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup had a bunny. They always do. That was They've good. They've always got the peanut bunny. And those things That's good. are fire. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You can't – So, yeah, Easter. But, you know, Easter has like kind of not a great rep in my family because my mom tells a story about how my nana and my papa kept my mom and my aunt in the house. Sure. On Easter Sunday. Sure. In the Bronx, because I, uh, the Irish kids would go running through the neighborhoods, beating up Jewish kids, yes. saying, you kill Christ. Yes, that is a traditional Jewish response to Easter. Uh, I have a quainter yeah. eggs basket yeah. you weren't, cream egg you weren't ch- kind of ch- thing going on. You weren't chased around the neighborhood being called Christ On the mean streets of Plainview, yeah. Long Island. Maybe, no. maybe you should have been. But of course, you know, it goes back even further and you take that to the Pale of Settlement and the Cossacks would, you know, be roaming around and the garden variety anti-Semites. Now, there is a story also in my family that's, was it my great-grandmother or a great-aunt? One of the reasons why the family ended up leaving Zhitomer in Ukraine and coming to the United States was that someone told the Cossacks off. And they were like, holy shit, we're going to get killed. Someone like flipped the Cossacks the bird. Wait, from your mom's side or your dad's side? My mom's side. Because oh, I, I, I would expect that. From I think it was my mom's father's side. I would expect that from your dad's side. because no, my, You he, know, my dad's, he was my the dad's one side of the family, they were British them. Jews. Oh, yeah, but they didn't come By from Germany, the, yeah. not the pale. Right. But your dad's temper was, you know, I wouldn't True. be surprised if somebody there tweaked no, the authorities. I, in the, my in the grandfather, my Papa Sam had some crazy aunties. Yeah. And I, I it probably wasn't his aunties. I don't know. Whatever. Someone gave the Cossacks the bird and we ended up in the Bronx. That's all I know. I guess you were lucky. That bird <laughs> yeah. probably saved your life. Ta- absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So happy so, yeah. Easter to everybody. Happy Easter, Enjoy everybody. Enjoy the chocolate it's eggs. Awesome. Enjoy the Easter egg hunt. And have you been, uh, have you been keeping up and keeping Passover? I have. It's great. Okay. Could not be better. 
right. Really a lot of fun. Lots it didn't of, happen this year. Lot, lots of these parts. Lots of food options. <laughs> you know, at some point. You didn't sneak a slice? Come on. Uh, at some point during the week, I offered something that we had around here to Mia. And she goes, I hate Passover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, how about this? And she's like, no. You didn't sneak a slice? Yeah. Wow, you're a good man. I mean, you know, we had the discussion about matzo pizza, which I oh, right. I had a couple of slices of that today. Kids kids had matzo pizza. I was not. Yeah, you were. I wasn't you wouldn't partake. That. No, it was fine. Oh, man. It was fine. Well, it's only one more day. We're almost there. Yeah, I mean, in the scheme of things, it's not terrible, but it's like, they're not, they're no good food options. Well, look, when you get down, when the clock starts oh, yeah. winding down yeah. on Passover, yeah, you're, you're like, you're so done. jonesing. You're done. For anything. Uh, anything. It's... I mean, so bad. I remember in Israel, like my cousin Ari and I like ran like <laughs> banshees to get a slice of shitty Israeli pizza I think in Ramat Hasharon. The second year I was living in Israel, I did not even keep the Passover. <laughs> Actually, I think like I didn't really keep it. I remember wandering down from French Hill into Sheikh Jarrah into, oh, yeah, you the, can find that. into you Damascus can, Gate and I bought bread. You can find bread. Most, yeah. most, not most, many secular Israelis will stock up on the bread beforehand, right, freeze right, right. it, and bust it out over right. the course of the week. I, like, I, my cousins, they're pretty secular, but I don't remember that being the case. Thus, Ari and I tearing yeah. out of his mom's house there were places, and running down the street. There were places, and the lines out, this pe- all yeah. these bakeries and pizza places were crazy because everybody's like, there, oh, thank God. There were places, back, at least back in the 90s, in West, Jer- yeah. in West Jerusalem where you could still find bread during Passover. Probably I less so. I remember today. that there was that place on the beach in Tel Aviv. Oh, there's... Picasso? Yeah. It was open yeah. on Saturdays yep. and you could get bread yeah. during Passover. No, they were like, but Tel Aviv, screw you. Tel Aviv is one thing, but Jerusalem is typically harder. But... Back in the day, like in the in the Russian compound, you could find restaurants yeah. that serve you bread. I remember, though, like on a Saturday and like you'd wait forever for the it'd be like 9.30, 9.45 at night. Like the buses would just start running and you're like, fuck, come on. Yeah. I once saw like a confrontation at the central bus station between these very secular Israelis and these very religious Israelis over the time that the bus started running after Shabbat. And it got really ugly things got heated a, a bit heated yeah yeah i think the word ayatollah was thrown around. really yeah by you <laughs> no no i was just like Woo! yeah time to go it's gonna get ugly time to go yeah didn't you get the hell out of here i don't know what i was doing at the bus station on a saturday night but you know you all right there anyway so Whatever. It's Easter. It's Passover. It's the Holy Week. Yep. It's all good. Um, Who do you think? You think uh, there's going to be a government in Israel? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Uh, I, you know, it's like times like these. I'm glad I don't really work on Israel. <laughs> Why? The fourth election in the last two years? It's like, what's interesting about this? Nothing. The bottom line is, is that like all these people hate Netanyahu and Netanyahu keeps coming up with these crazy combinations of governance so he can stay in power. Actually, Israel would have a pretty stable right of center government if, if not, not for, for yeah. Netanyahu. Yeah. It's so, it's interesting though, like um, Naftali Bennett could end up being the prime minister with, I think they he's have- He's a kid from LA, right? I don't think he's originally from LA. 
I thought he was from California. I think he lived there for a while, yeah. like as a tech. Like, as, it was a tech, as, guy, as a tech right? guy, but he didn't grow up there. I think. I th- but he's an American. I don't think so. Maybe he was he, born in Israel. Yeah, yeah. Mm, um, I didn't know that. I thought he was born in the United States. But it's interesting that his party would be like. I think they got like eight, seven or eight seats. And he could end up, and being, he the could end up being the prime minister, which is kind of crazy. I mean, he's Israel not even the second largest. He's not even the second largest party. He's Israel second. needs a lot of political reform. But like, I'm less worried about Israeli political reform as I am American political reform. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yes, we have problems. I mean, we talked about Georgia last week and there's been some developments. But also, look, you know, Texas. Yeah. But I mean, the good news is in... It's not really good news because it hasn't there done is much. No play. Good news. But the CEO of Delta Airlines, yeah, yeah, was finally forced, after was, his initial his initial mealy mouth came out very strongly against it, and then of course the Georgia House decided that they would penalize Delta by repealing some tax break on jet fuel for them. That's really that interesting. That is I mean, not the home. That is an indication that democracy isn't working well if a legislature wants to penalize a private company for which it had struck a deal. Isn't that cancel culture? Because they don't like what the CEO said. That sounds like cancel culture to me. <laughs> Seriously. The, the right, cancel that tax break. The right wing always complains about cancel culture until they start saying things they like, start canceling like people, let's right? boycott the MLB, right? Because Major, so League, that was Major League Baseball yeah, Major League Baseball announced that they're moving the All-Star game, which was scheduled to take place in Atlanta this summer. I was summer. actually surprised at that announcement on Friday because I saw an interview with Rob Manfred, uh-huh. the commissioner of MLB, on Thursday night in which he was like, well, you know, we it takes a lot to plan these games. Yeah. We plan them years in advance. It'll be very complicated. All he clearly didn't want to move it. Something – I, well, you know what? As complicated as it may be to move a baseball game, think about how much more complicated it has gotten – for people in Georgia to vote, especially people of color. Yes. I think so that's I, fucked up I, that he's complaining about how complicated it's going to be. But I, what do they do? So, I, how complicated, honestly, could it really be? And plus, you know what? It's a baseball game. At the end of the day, sh- it's just a game. And then no one gives a shit about that. That's true. It used to be back in the day, people cared about that game. It meant something. Okay. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares. I'll tell you what probably happened is some powerful players went up and yeah. said, this is not happening. And if you want us playing in this game, right? if somebody, I'm, I, I'm not naming names because I don't know, but if somebody like Mookie Betts, who is right. one of the top five players in the game today and who is African-American, if he right. said to Major League Baseball, I'm not playing in the All-Star game. I'm not participating in any of the events in All-Star weekend if it's in Atlanta, Georgia. And here's a list of several other players of my caliber right. or you know, more or less who have right. also said they're not playing. Right. That's the only thing. It's that, the only way <laughs> that, that they think listen this, to. Think about this in baseball. Think about when we were kids. Yep. How many African-American baseball players there were? Many more how than few that. there are yeah. today. Many fewer today. Uh, many, many fewer. Uh, look, I mean, there are a lot got, of reasons, a lot of reasons for it. But kids in general are not playing baseball, right? And they're not right. interested in baseball the same right. way they were when we were kids or our parents. I mean, baseball is everything. Not so much everything. kids. For young, for younger people, they find baseball boring. Yeah, the games take three hours plus. Right, and there's not a lot of action. Right. right, it's there's a lot of standing around. But it's funny because there's actually not a lot of action in football. 
18 minutes of a 60 minute game but there is, is action but there is violence and people like yes, that there's violence. and but young people generally like basketball why basketball that's because right because there's action all the time that's right but it's also no surprise if you know a little bit about these sports that basketball players who now have the highest profile among young people are also the most active the, they're right. the biggest activists i should say right so Le- and so like lebron I, james know, can can advocate for voting right. rights and That's people right. will listen. Right. And baseball, we, baseball's fan base is older, very white, older, whiter, more conservative. Totally. And you've got a lot of, you got a lot of baseball players who are like, Oh my God. Total conservative. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Current and former. Current and former outspoken supporters of the former president. Several of uh, our favorite players, for example. Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. Mariano Rivera. I can't believe that. Well, Mariano Rivera is a big Christian. uh, Right, right, right. I mean, he tells the story how they chose his entry music, which is Sandman by Metallica. But if he had, he would have chosen like gospel. Also, which Johnny Damon. (laughs) (laughs) When he got arrested for drunk driving in Florida, he was like, I'm a Trump supporter. Yeah. And he's. That made it okay. And no, he said that that's why they're. They're singling him out because. Oh, uh, I thought it was like, no. hey, with the cops. Like, maybe, hey, I'm with you. Maybe man. with the cops, but later on he was saying that like, uh, he's. No, no, no. I thought it was like he was trying to get out of it with the cops, but yeah. they're like, hey, we're one of the same. I'm a Trump supporter. He's a douche. This is Florida, man. He's a douchebag. Dude, I, you know, I told you I read, I read The Warmth of Other Suns. Uh-huh. Man, Florida was Florida. so bad. Florida has always been bad. Fuck. I know, but like, bad. you know, you hear about Alabama, Mississippi, and so on and so forth. Florida so- Florida's the, the South. <laughs> second state to secede, too. I mean, just. It's awful. Awful. Northern Florida is as bad, if not worse, than Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. This is all part of the same region. It just we think of it as oh, it's right. Miami Beach. It's right. not Miami. Exactly. Beach. It's not Miami. Of course not. Yeah. The it's I mean like how do these guys get away with saying, oh, it's not Jim Crow? Brian Kemp is like, it's a smear. Yeah. It's not Jim Crow. They haven't read the law. I, you know, so actually what I did was, I, the New York Times had that annotated thing on the law, and yeah. I read it. I was like, this is fucking absurd. It's bad. It's not good. It's so bad. They'll hold to these points that it standardizes uh, voting hours from 7 to 7, which is not exactly true. Right. It gives you the the option to go to the 7 p.m. Right. And, but, but that's the only part that the defenders of the law will point to. They don't talk about how much more difficult they're making it to vote. Why is it a, uh, why is it a crime to hand out food and water? I mean, that's part of it. I mean, it's like one of those absurd Jim Crow things, yeah. right? But they're also making it more difficult to vote abs- by absentee ballot. And, oh, the absentee ballot thing is insane. Because now, instead of just signing the thing, you have to sign in one place Put your yeah. driver's license not and in and they've increased it. It has to be on a separate piece of paper, so the the error rate it's will designed, skyrocket. Yeah, it's, des- it's designed that it's way. It's designed exactly. to have you make a mistake on it so they could throw right. it away. That's exactly it's right. It's designed and, for that. And you know, in Maryland, they even they made it easy. They mailed everybody a mail-in ballot, and it's pretty straightforward. Lauren and I, I think we're smarter than the average people. We sat there. And we looked this thing over yeah. to make sure we had yeah, not you, screwed yeah, it up. You don't and I was like, look at mine. I'll look at yours. Because you don't want to have been thrown out. Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. Right. And so, but, and it was straight, every, 
any identifying information was all in one place, right? But th- this, it sounds like there's numbers of different pieces of paper. Right. And Apparently, on, on the Georgia driver's license, there are two different numbers, two different identification oh. numbers. Yeah. What's that about? There are two, just two different numbers. So what if you think that you're putting in the right one right. and you're actually putting in the wrong one? They throw it away. But then again, not everybody has a driver's license. And, right. And, you know, for for people of means to say, well, that you should everybody should have a driver's license. That's great for you to say. Right. Not everybody can afford a car. Not everybody lives near a DMV. Not, and not everybody can get to where they need to go in order to get a not a state issued non-driver's right. license, which from what I understand, not easy to get, actually. No, no. Because they make you produce all kinds of paperwork. I think we talked about this, but you know, in Texas, a gun owner ID is valid, but a student ID from a university is not. Speaking of guns, yes. did you see what the governor of Iowa signed? So the bill loosens restrictions, common sense gun, gun restrictions. Oh, nice. You can now carry... In churches, malls, you can carry basically anywhere openly. So you're the good so you're out at the OK Corral. You're the good and actually, guy with Iowa's the gun. had pretty good gun control, and so the state's been relatively safe. No law. Any reason why? Why? Freedom, America, freedom, baby, Jesus. You know look, I mean, the part about the. I understand. Look, you know there are people who listen to this podcast who are Second Amendment um, adherents. And I'm not trying to take anybody's gun away from them. But the part of the Second Amendment that I don't understand so much, there's a line that talks about a well-regulated militia. Well-regulated militia. What does that mean? If there's no regulations, it's a violation of the Constitution. And you're not in a militia. And you're not a militia. I mean, I know that this... well-regulated and it doesn't make any sense. uh, The other thing about Second Second Amendment enthusiasts... I wish they cared about other parts of the Constitution yeah. as much as they cared about the Second if Amendment. You, yeah, it would be nice for a Second Amendment enthusi- enthusiast to be a First Amendment enthusiast as well, but usually they're not. <laughs> and they're also the ones who... Only com- when they're being canceled. Right, they're the ones who complain about cancel culture. So, <laughs> yes, I would like for other amendments to the Constitution to be adhered to as religiously as the Second Amendment is. Come on, when when conservatives talk about upholding the Constitution, they're talking about one thing. Exactly. And one thing only. Exactly. Because they've been only too happy to violate however many aspects of the Constitution. Or, let me not say violate, interpret the Constitution in ways that it clearly was not intended while claiming this is exactly what the founders did. Yeah, I don't think any of those people can really speak for what the founders' intentions were. Much <laughs> I don't dead. try to. How the fuck do you know you that? You know what? I am a 25th Amendment enthusiast, and I, <laughs> and I feel like it was not employed the way it was supposed to be employed over the last few years, oh, when it should have been busted God. Out. Yeah. We're... Things are, you know, we think, again, we talked about this last week, like we're not over any hump. Like no this is, this fight is going to go on for a long let time. Me, let me tell you my experience this week. So you had an experience this week. I had an experience. All this right, week. let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. I don't know. Am I? I got vaccinated. Nice. That's an experience. That's, a, that that's nice? a positive experience. I had the first dose on Thursday. Moderna. Um, Very hard at, at the time that I made the appointment, very hard to find something 
in the DC area, in the exurbs of the DC area, in the exurbs of the exurbs of the DC Front area. Front page story of the New York Times yesterday. How hard it is in Maryland to find in Maryland. Vaccine. Yep. So we were my lovely wife. One. We were ahead of that one. God. I had I had registered with the state for a, a state back site and w- had not heard anything. And my lovely wife got on the laptop on 6 a.m. on Monday morning and she found me an appointment in Salisbury, Maryland. Salisbury, Maryland is actually a college town on the Eastern shore. How, about how far is that? Two hours and 15 minutes. Got to go over the Bay Bridge, uh-huh. whatever. Have you ever been there before? Never been to Salisbury before. I've never Obviously been, heard been on of the it. Eastern shore, yeah. whatever. It was easy drive. Once you get beyond a very nice town called Cambridge, Maryland, yeah, you go. It's another like twenty or twenty-five miles to Salisbury. Everything switched, and I was in Trump dead ender land. Really, it, on it, fronts of lawns, really farms, businesses. Still, Trump, Trump, Trump. Make America great again. Really? Keep America great. The Gadsden flag, huh. other flags, and I'm like, holy shit, those guys are terrorists. It was nice. pretty insane. So I pull into the and and the where I got the the vaccination was in a Walgreens in like what I guess is downtown Salisbury. Yeah, and like I said, Salisbury itself, Salisbury State, which is part of the Maryland system, is there. So it's a college town, but this whole area did around say, me was. Did you say Salisbury Steak? <laughs> I bet you can get a good Salisbury steak in Salisbury, but Salisbury steak. Oh, oh, I see. The university. (laughs) um, Go on. I'm sure. I was talking to the pharmacist who was administering my my dose, and I was like, "Have you been really busy?" Because of course, when I got the appointment, there were 17 open appointments. Yeah. So no. So she says, "Well, I do anywhere between 20 and 40 shots a day." I was like, "That's it!" Wow, that's Holy nuts. Crap. Now contrast that with when I went to the Javits Center in New York, where they what are they doing seven thousand an they hour? They do eight thousand a day, and I asked the woman who uh, injected me with the vaccine how many she does per day. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, so, so the pharmacist said I was there at like two in the afternoon. Yeah, she said she did twenty to forty a day. I was there. There were it was me and two other people yeah. getting vaccinated. So, are you going to the same place for the second round? I, I, I think I have to. I mean, once I made the appointment, yeah, it auto generated another appointment for right. me. And you got- and I don't want to like mess around. With, I don't want to call other Walgreens and be like, hey, I have this appointment in one place. And like, that's a recipe for getting it fucked up. Maybe, but here's what I would say. Because it's a two-hour and fifteen-minute drive back, yeah. generally the side effects kick in at like three hours after the after the. Uh, uh, a friend of mine told me that she had the Moderna, and it took like a lot longer okay. than that. I'm just saying, if you're going to be driving home, right? So of course, my mother is like, uh, "I'm not sure." Maybe you should bring Lauren with you. Just saying. I don't know. If you get it at one Walgreens, like, how hard I just, can it be to get the second one? I don't know. Walgreens? I mean, you know, here's the thing. We'll see what happens. I'm supposed to get the second dose 
April 29th. We may be in a situation where there's so much vaccine vaccine around that I could walk into the, the Walgreens around the corner and be like, hey, do you have the second dose of Moderna? I'm supposed to go out. As long as it's 21 days after. Yeah, not before. It's Moderna is 28. Oh, sorry. Is it really? Right. Yeah. Oh. And then how many days after that are you fully like covered, do they say? Two weeks, they say. So it's two. you get 80% protection two weeks after the first dose yeah. and then 90 plus at two weeks after the second dose. I think they were saying Moderna was 92% protective overall in real world. Right. I think when it first reported in on the trials, it was like 95, but real world, it's like not between 90 and 92. Anyway, here's the bottom line. I don't really have a problem driving out to Salisbury. First of all, it was a nice, nice drive, easy drive. Yeah. Other than when I got to Magaland, but Magaland, I think the, Trump it, it was, it, this shit is real yeah. still for so many people. Yeah, it's not going away. It's not getting better. I'm glad I don't have any like Biden shit on my car. Somebody take a shot at me. It's totally possible. I was totally like, I, 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 I did not wear a snarky political t-shirt. That's too bad. Yeah, you. I mean, you know, I can wear my snarky political t-shirts on the Upper West Side and, and not fear that I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. But, you know, right. going to a place like that, I wouldn't do it. My dump Trump dump truck t-shirt that I, I got you one of those. I wasn't wearing that to Salisbury. Yeah, I don't think that's I wore a Star Wars t-shirt. Like, who can not like Star Wars? I mean, right? sure. I think that's a safe bet. But, um, right? yeah, you're better off not wearing your Colin Kaepernick kneeling. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> kneeling so- shirt. You know, when I drive through these, when I drive through these areas, because of course the kids go to a place where it's rural yeah. and like it's Trump land. Um, I drive through, and I'm like, I want to buy a house in this neighborhood, and I want to put my Biden Harris lawn sign out. How long do you think before someone would try to burn down my house, or just burn a cross on your lawn? Burn a, <laughs> I, like you want to fly your Trump freak flag? That's totally fine. I don't with me. think they as long as I can fly my Biden Harris. I don't sign. think they would burn your house down as much as they would just confront you on your lawn and okay. Well, so and, I, but I wouldn't do that to them. No, but you would. Is am I, I mean, am I making some sort of gross generalization about Trump supporters? I mean, they've proven themselves possibly. to be violent, angry people. Uh, many of them, yes, but yeah, I, you know what? I guess there's a reason that you don't live in neighborhoods like that, though. Right. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Yeah. When you are talking with somebody who you know does not agree with you politically. Yeah. Do you ever just push their buttons just for the hell of it? Hey, I, I so one of my colleagues who I love is a is a Republican. He worked for um That's not what I'm talking chairman. about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like Trump supporters. Uh, do you, well, so, it, so who do I know is a Trump supporter? So my mom's dearest friend's husband, who passed away a couple of years ago, was a big like Kennedy Johnson liberal. Yeah. And as he got older, yeah, got more he became crazier. And then he became a Fox News what watcher. Would you, and he was a Trump supporter. Would you so I remember I totally started up. You did? Yeah. See, yeah. see I'm that, I that I don't get. Because I totally I was, it was talking. Sport. I was talking with this friend of mine. My mom started with him. In general, I have found that more conservatives will will start saying things to people who they know are liberals just to tweak them than vice versa. Well, so I would do that to Seymour, but I I, I think you're probably right. In general, other than Seymour, other than Seymour, because my Seymour. my friend and I were talking, and he was telling me about a conversation that he had with somebody else. 
And the person just like started in. Just like start it. I don't do that. I don't I don't push my views on people who I know disagree with me. I just don't do that. And I wonder why people feel that they need to do that. It's because it's because modern conservatism is about owning the libs. It's not about there's no agenda. It's about voter suppression and owning the libs. There's no there's no thought. I mean, Seth, my nephew, was like stunned. He's 22. When I told him, I was like, yeah, like conservatism used to be something real. Well. It wasn't just about I may not have owning lists. No, it was there was ideas, smaller government, lower taxes, right. but those right. things. It wasn't always this kind of like exist. fringe craziness that we see. Those things still exist, though, but it has slid over into crazy town. Who, who, what prominent kind of other than George Will, yeah, and Michael Gerson, who are you know. I don't think they have any influence in the party anymore. No, the party is, has left them. Right. The party has left right. them. And you have some colleagues who were longtime Republicans who are no longer identified as Republicans right. because they feel that the conservative the conservatives in the party don't feel comfortable because it's not a conservative party, it's a radical right. party now. Right. That's exactly right. So that's exactly right. So somebody like Reagan, with his ideology, would not find a home today in the Republican Party, even though so. he's venerated by right. many MAGA heads, maggots, right. whatever you want to call them. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's kind but of the overall kind of crazy. overall issue is this 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 radical fringe that has taken over the party, yeah. beginning with the Tea Party, and we know what the basis of the Tea Party was was not about deficits. Clearly, about not about deficits. Being the president. And they have now taken over the Republican Party. And it is a radical. Yeah, it's a radical party now. Reactionary party. White supremacist party. Right. So that's why, like, when I was driving back from Salisbury. Yeah, thankfully. I see this pickup truck. And I'm like, what is on the back window of that uh-huh. pickup truck? And it was, you could clearly see, it was like the beginning of the, uh, uh, it, it was like, we the people. I'm like, Okay. And then it then says, are really pissed. Oh, nice. I was like. Okay. What, right. what are they pissed about? Do we know? Because there are people, and we've talked and about And so I pull this. up next to him, like, white dude in his 40s. But we don't know what that means. You don't know what that means because there are plenty nope. of pissed off people on both sides of the aisle. Right. Which well, is like, why. What is it? Which is why. Bernie appealed to certain people and Trump appealed to certain people. And they were two sides of the same coin. They were appealing to angry people who felt that the system was not working for them anymore. So, yes, people are still angry, but we don't know. We have anger on top of anger, though, because now we have the people who are angry at the people who are angry about the system not working for each other. And then we have the backlash against the backlash against those people. Plus cancel culture. Plus can and cancel cultures everywhere. Yeah. So I don't know. Everybody's pissed off. Have you off. canceled anybody this week? Have you tried to cancel anybody canceled, this week? Have, you, <laughs> have you participated in the canceling of anybody this week? Uh, you know what? I mean, I, apparently it's it's all the rage. It's the culture. I haven't canceled anybody this week, but it was Passover. So I was trying not to cancel anybody. I haven't canceled anybody since Purim. Yeah. And I canceled Heyman. Heyman has been canceled. 
Uh, I don't. It's been a very Jewy podcast. It always is. I don't think that I've canceled anybody, but you know there are things that I don't. Companies that I will not purchase things from right. anymore, or things I won't participate. In. I was going to cancel Rob Manfred and MLB if yeah. they didn't move the. But now other people can cancel them for you. Right. So can't get away from the canceling. Yeah. You know what? But cancel culture has always existed. It means that you don't right. have to uh, patronize businesses that you don't agree with. You don't have to do that. And that's not cancel culture. It's just you saying, I choose not to spend my time or money on this particular business or for to support this particular person. I have a technical question. Uh-huh. If I choose to cancel my cable subscription yep. and cut the cord. Yep. That's cancel culture. Is that part of cancel culture? Well, it depends why. Uh, I'm just offended by my bill. Well, I'll tell you, I have reached <laughs> out to my cable company yes, to, find out, to find out why I need to subsidize Fox News. Like, why is that part? Or OAN. Right. Those, those channels are part of my basic package, and I don't want that. So how come I get Newsmax and OAN, but I don't get the Yes Network? I mean, is there no justice in the you world? You don't live in the New York City metropolitan That's area, up, but I can get. I have to pay. Yeah, for you have it. to pay for that. You have to pay for it. And you know what? Some things are worth a little extra money. I'm going to. But if I end up cutting the cord, it will be because I don't want to have to pay for Fox News and OAN. Right. And, and well, cable is cratering. We're done. It's all right. We're, I was offended by my last bill. We'll live. I'm canceling. Cancel cable. But just don't cancel the MN Corner. Don't cancel the MN Corner, please. We can't really afford no, it. No, really. You know, there, there are people who are like making bank on this whole cancel culture thing about railing against cancel culture. I'm done with those people. I'm going to cancel uh, this. And every time a Republican gets in trouble, they scream about the woke mob trying to cancel them. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's wokeness that is our real problem. I'm offended by wokeness. Not voter suppression. No, wokeness it's is wokeness the is the problem. All right, I'm going to ca- oh, yeah, I'm going to cancel yeah, yeah. the rest of this episode. All right. All right. Happy Easter. We're out of here. Happy Easter. Have a bunny. Father, Son, Holy Ghost stuff. Bye.